This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shannon You Crazy Daisy podcast and book volume three. And today I have Jen Spur from Jennifer Spur Coaching. Jen, thank you so much for being a part of the book. Tell us about your business. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I have um, a coaching business uh, where it's a life, uh, life coaching and business coaching where I support women to reconnect to themselves, ignite their confidence and power and consciously create the life that they love. Um, And I also take my almost 20 years, yes, I'm that old, almost 20 years of experience um, in corporate marketing and branding um, to support women while they're setting up businesses. And there is a second part of my business, which is brand consultancy, where I help challenger brands and uh, purpose-led brands um, really kind of get to the next level of growth. Okay. <laughs> That's quite the the uh, offering you've got there. Right. <laughs> In the chapter, what I absolutely loved is that you talked about, we all talk about the corporate ladder. You talked about having your ladder against the wrong wall. Mm. When did you find that out and how did you find it out? Um, I think it's always been there. I've always had this little bit of a niggle. And for a really long time, I actually thought... I wasn't good enough to have my ladder against that wall. So classic imposter syndrome. That was how it always felt like to me. And I always thought that if I was better at my job, then I would like it and I would feel like I'm in the right place. Those That, that kind of inner critic chat going on. Um, I mean, that obviously wasn't true. <laughs> um, you know, promotions, job titles, feedback, all of those things proved that, that but... And that that doesn't really make a difference. That's kind of what's on paper, right? But inside, that was how I felt. Um, And then I think when I really realized that my ladder was against the wrong wall was when I had all of those things that I thought I wanted. So I had everything (laughs) that was on my list. But I was thinking, why don't I feel fulfilled? Why don't I feel happy? Um, And it was because it wasn't what I wanted it wasn't where I wanted my ladder to be against it I just done all the things I should do and all the things that were expected of me so I think it was I guess there's kind of two parts there was the um when I had all of those things that was a really clear indicator that you know what that's not working and then secondly I had a really I think it was maybe eight or so years ago I had a really tough time trying to conceive my first daughter Mm -hmm. and I think during that I realized a lot of things um, and how fulfilled I felt in my career was one of those. Mm. And you were very open in the chapter talking about having miscarriages. And then when you oh. did become pregnant, it was very fearful time. Mm. But that period of your life make you look differently at, at, at your life, at things differently. Yeah, it made me look differently at absolutely everything. So it was there was three and a half years of trying to conceive multiple miscarriages and really long stretches of time being unable to conceive. And it, it was a really dark time. And I think the, the key bit for me was that I ran out of hope. 
Mm. I ran out of hope that I was going to be able to have the family that I really wanted. And I think when you hit that kind of rock bottom, it gives you clarity on what it is you really want. So that then when I had my girls, I felt so great and still feel so grateful. And I absolutely knew without a shadow of a doubt how I wanted to parent. I wanted to be present and connected. I always say that my North Star is that I want to do the school run. Because for me, that's just a shortcut to being a present and connected mum. I want to be the one that they tell their talk to about their day and who picks them up and can take them to the beach after school. You know, I want to be that person who's there for them. So I knew how I wanted to parent, but I had no clue how to do the job that I was doing before. You know, long hours, lots of meeting, lots of meetings, the commute, other people driving my agenda, driving my day and, you know, other people's emergencies then becoming my emergencies, that kind of thing. I didn't know how to do that and be the mum I wanted to do. And I also knew that if I was going to leave my girls for, for big stretches of time, you know, the whole day, I wanted it to be doing something where, or just something that meant more to me, something where at the end of the day, I felt fulfilled and um, that I felt passionate about and something that gave me energy rather than just draining all the energy from me. Mm. Um, and so I guess, I guess that period of time could be, it was quite helpful, I guess, then from a career point of view in the sense that over a period of time, once I started exploring and reconnecting back to myself and following the breadcrumbs, it, I could then really find out what it was that I wanted to do. So it wasn't until I had the girls that I started kind of on that journey, if you like. Yeah, but this whole conversation is going to help so many people because I think that we're trained from a very early age of what we should want. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting when you start saying, I got everything that I wanted. I, I had, and the things that you wanted, you, everybody has the list. It's the mm-hmm. money, the car, the house. Mm-hmm. It's all the status things. When actually yeah. you get to that and you're not fulfilled, Mm-hmm. that is the time to start looking at what you do actually want and what you said is that you got rid of the shoulds mm-hmm. and finding what you wanted your success to be is life-changing mm-hmm. how did it change your life from then oh well I mean it was so pivotal for me so I don't think I ever knew what I actually wanted mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever really been encouraged to understand that or kind of work it out you just get on that treadmill don't you of do well at school do well in your exams all of those things so for finding out my wants and my needs and my voice it was just yeah it was pivotal by by understanding what success meant for me it meant I could go after it Mm. so because if I didn't know what it was that I wanted then how on earth could I go after it and by understanding things like my values and what lit me up like so there was so much around it it just meant I could then almost live life on purpose I could by understanding what I want what it was I wanted I could go after it so um for me that was stuff like I wanted freedom in my day so like I said um before I hate having my days and my agendas dictated by other people in their kind of emergencies um so Oh, you know, I want the freedom to be able to do the school run. I want the freedom to be able to have um, half term off with the girls. And I like space in my day to be able to go for a walk at lunchtime if I want to. You know, I, I really want freedom. I want to feel 
as if I'm getting the growth and achieving things. I want to feel like I'm connecting and having really great conversations with inspiring women. And when now I have those things, it just feels really wonderful. I just feel completely different. Um, yeah, completely different. And I think what you, what, how you, um, how you asked that question, you kind of referenced about once I had the things that I wanted. I realize I think that applies to so many things other than just career. I find that often you talk to women and they're like, oh, well, when I, you know, when I've lost two stone, then I'll feel, you know, it applies to everything. You will get there and you it won't, it won't feel very indifferent. You have to start with insides and that kind of inside job. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> if there is one lesson that you'd want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Oh, I think it's about self-belief. You have to back yourself to achieve. You have to believe in your goals and you have to believe they're possible in order to achieve them and then take that action. And I think if you don't have the self-belief, it's then really, really tricky. And I think as part of that self-belief, you need to get comfortable with failing and almost reframe it, kind of see it as I'm using, I'm, I, failing in inverted commas because I don't think it is failing it's about learning and self-compassion and all those things so um I've said two things there in answer to your question haven't I <laughs> it's self-belief and getting comfortable with failing and I've sneaked two in <laughs> um what's your favorite business book um my favorite business book which I just think everybody should read I think this one should be on the school curriculum The Imposter Cure by Dr Jessamy Hibbard I don't know if you've read it it is absolutely brilliant she breaks down exactly what imposter syndrome is um how you can recognize it because there's so many different types and then really importantly what you can do about it and I think for me it was the one of the best books um one of the best books I've read Fantastic. Jen, this has been amazing to speak to you and to hear your perspective, because I think it's going to help so many people in just hearing this little 10 minute podcast. They're going to walk away and think, crikey, my ladder was up against the wrong wall. And now I want to look at things differently. So thank you so much for being a part of the book and the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.